0: Hello, and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on yet another sunny day in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Tony Grubb, Managing Partner of Digitalist. Tony, hello. Hello, Matthew. Thanks, thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Um, We might as well dive straight in. What is your personal leadership style?
1: Uh, Very good question. I think um, leadership begins with people. And it's all about, um, you know, hiring the best people that you can get, um, providing the, the vision for them and then um, trusting them to get the job
0: done, mm-hmm. and then
1: basically getting out of the way.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. So so really, it begins at recruitment. Um, what do you look for when you are recruiting new members of staff?
1: Um, basically, you know, I try to find the smartest people that I can. Um, and uh, I don't have to be the smartest guy in the room. It, um, it's very important, though, to to find people that are, you know, highly skilled in the jobs that they do. And, um, and you, you know, you have to, um, also understand where you are in a business as well, as far as what type of people to to hire. Um, in an early stage company, for example, you might, you know, need to hire all rounders that can do everything and just mm-hmm. wear different hats um whereas in a more mature company you're you're hiring specifically for certain skills and focusing those people on that
0: now uh, when you do have the new hire on board, do you have a specific uh, training pipeline that you put them through in terms of a, a mentor mentee relationship or is it very much uh, tailored around the individual?
1: Well I think it's always tailored around the individual, but um, but leadership is about mentorship as well and and it's also about making sure that the the person that you're hired uh, fits well within the, the culture of the business. Um, it doesn't have to you know you don't want to create an environment where it's a complete uh, um, clone environment where uh, you know everybody's ascending because you need, diverse thinking and diverse, you know, uh, diverse people to to contribute to, to the operations. Now um, it
0: is, sorry. No, with managing that diverse workforce, there must be interesting challenges coming up against all those different sorts of personalities. How do you overcome these? Um, I,
1: I think it starts with, you have to be a, a people person and, and you have to, um kind of being able to read people um because everybody's everybody's different and everybody has their own uh quirks or or um uh things that you know inspire them more than others um but it's making sure that you know uh first of all the, the team works well together and and then also to um uh, you know, look after the people.
0: Now, when you were starting out in your career, did you have a particular uh, individual who you either worked for or with who looked out for you and how have they impacted the way that you are a leader today?
1: Well, I learned probably most everything I know or or, uh, acquired about leadership when I was in the Marines. And leadership was the forefront of everything, you know, in being a Marine or a Marine officer. Um, but yes, there, there were several, um, several people that I looked up to. And, and leadership is one of these things that it's not, there, there are no born leaders. Leadership is, is learned. And because it's learned, um, you know, you can learn and and the people that, you know, work, you know, uh, with you can learn and and there's some things that um, you'll always uh, take away and emulate you know, from those uh, leaders that you particularly admire
0: now how do you take uh, the leadership uh, characteristics you learned in the marines and apply them to civilians in the workforce
1: that's a that's a very good uh, very good question um, it's It isn't that different you know it it, it again it starts with uh, providing the vision of where you need to go, and it's inspiring and motivating those people to follow you and want to follow you to to achieve that, that objective. Um, you know, in, in in business and in, in the military, it, it is always about you know keeping the the objectives. Um, in business, we tend to call them goals a lot of times, but it's about uh, it's about getting the end result.
0: So of course uh, taking that mantra of uh, mission men and then yourself uh, do you find that uh, passes over into civilian life easily Well I've been
1: yeah, I've been out of the Marines for more than uh, 20 years but um I think there you know there are differences um um you know perhaps in the, in the military environment it's much more tight you know uh unit um because you end up living and working with these people all the time, um, uh, but um, it's, you know you, you can still have the same impact and same effect on um, on the people that uh, you work with.
0: Well, fantastic! I really do appreciate you taking the time to come on the show today, and we are uh, running quite close to time. Uh, but before I let you go. If you had to choose objectively, the greatest leader, living or dead, who would that be? Uh, wow, That's, I know it's a difficult one, uh, isn't it? Yeah.
1: there are are probably so many that uh, come to mind in in uh, in in different uh, you know uh, in the military or in, in civilian world. I think one of the greatest. I mean, business leaders that um, I always admired was Jack Welch um, at General Electric, mm. and um, um, and Jack, you know, from everything that I've read, always had the same kind of uh, opinions about people. That you have to take care of your people. People come first, and 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 if you do that, um, they will, you know, they will follow you, and and you can achieve great things uh, together. But
0: um and do you yes, find that you uh look back on uh, Welch's example when you're leading your team? I think that's um you know, as I said,
1: you know you you pick out uh, because leadership is learned and always evolving, and you're always adding new things that there are things that uh you pick up from uh from different people and and certainly you know uh it's you know one of the things that I remember. Uh, reading about Jack Welch was it was always about celebrating success mm. you know oftentimes it's that's missed um is that it's just you know you achieve something and then you move on to the next thing but but particularly when you're dealing with people it's important to celebrate success um because they work hard and um and it's
0: you know um, that success needs to be uh, rewarded as well now just briefly before you go what does the next twelve months have in store for Digitalist?
1: Well, we're very much in a in a growth mode um, here in London. We've been uh, working with uh, different products, uh, but we're expanding uh, uh, with those uh, relationships, and uh, it's it's, uh, it's a very uh, dynamic environment here right now, and, and uh, we're very excited for twenty twenty. <laughs>
0: Well, I'd like to thank you very much for coming on the show. And, of course, we're going to have to have you back uh, to hear a bit more from you. Uh, Tony, it's been an absolute pleasure discussing leadership with you. And like I said, please come back on the show soon. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. That was Tony Grubb, managing partner of Digitalist. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is Jonathan White's exclusive interview with Sir Jeff Hurst.
2: Uh, We're now joined, uh, though, by former England footballer and still the only man to score a hat-trick in a World Cup Final. So, Jeff, first, uh, thank you very much for coming on today.
3: Uh, You're welcome. You're welcome. Good afternoon. Uh,
2: and perhaps I should uh, start and get it over and done with. I know you must be bored with it and uh, you've probably been asked a thousand times. But when you got out for a duck playing for Essex, uh, Jeff, what was going through your head at the time?
3: <laughs> well, of course, that's not one of the most asked questions I get. Although oh, there, there are one or two people who are very familiar um, uh, who do Google me, realise that I did. Uh, Score nothing for Essex. Uh, for, my only game for Essex first team when we played against Lancashire in Liverpool, a place called uh, uh, Egbert in in, uh, in Liverpool. Many many years ago, 1962, I think that was. So I didn't. Um, yes, I, I didn't really feel it. at the time. It was lucky to be playing, I guess. of <laughs> one or two injuries, um, but the problem that I had was was really messing about between the two sports. That was very detrimental to me uh, over that period of time being stuck between the two sports
2: and I think uh, for those that uh, don't know there's a there's a, another world that might exist where um, Sir Geoff Hurst was a, a first class cricketer and not perhaps a, a footballer but um, whether it's business or cricket or, or football obviously the importance of leadership it can't be understated no matter what form that comes in when you were at West Ham Uh, Jeff, and when um, Ron Greenwood first uh, uh, came along, he made obviously some pretty radical changes. Was this a man that genuinely inspired confidence uh, the first time you'd meet him?
3: Absolutely. I mean, he he was simply a a fantastic uh, coach or teacher, if you like, at the football. And uh, quite always mentioned when we talk about Ron Greenwood, Harry Redknapp, who was played Mm -hmm. under him, and I Which uh, was absolutely, but I can use that now because it, it is quite funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we another time then. But we. Um, uh, well, you want me to tell you if you want?
3: You want? You got time. I can tell I don't, you if you want.
2: Jeff, go on. Go on. I think be, it would be silly if I said no at this point. Okay. So I was uh, doing it at a dinner in,
3: in the channel lines, three or 400 people, black tie dinner, uh, guest of honor. Mm-hmm. And this occasion, I was speaking for about 20 minutes, then allowing uh, questions.
2: What, what a question. What a question.
3: I, know, I think that would be in, definitely in the stupid category, wouldn't it? So we have a laugh about
2: it's, that. Uh, well, uh, and we, you've got to have a patient of a saint, I think, sometimes to put up with things <laughs> well, no, like I, just, that. But I, then I again,
3: found it amusing. I just found it amusing. In fact, some of the audience found it highly amusing as well, so it did, uh, um, it did make a lot of sense.
2: If you could put up with my questions, you could probably put up with uh, anything. <laughs> um, but they th- 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 would have become a point, though, um
3: Luck. That's absolutely show. He would be the best example, of course, in in football terms today. Uh, Easily, easily. And of course, going back not that long ago, Alex Ferguson is just absolutely, Mm. you've got to take him as the first example because Klopp's only done this for a period of time, a short period of time. But if you look at the 25, 26, 27 years that Alex Ferguson did with Manchester United, and subsequently, since he's gone, how they've I think they, Long uh, Green, was, yeah, the, the answer, is straightforward the answer, is yes. Um, That's a good they,
0: answer. <laughs>
3: the straightforward answer is yes. I can elaborate as much as you want, but the straight answer is absolutely categorically yes. Uh, yeah.
2: And with, um, I, I know uh, if we could talk about this probably for the next hour or so, but um, I'm conscious of the um, time. Um, looking um, back,
3: Hard nosed professionals, good good teammates, mm. good socially, and that's why we kept in touch with each other on our golf days every year uh, up until about five years ago. Of course, with, with the sadly yes. dwindling numbers, we we still got on. Our wives got on all together. All those years later, it didn't just finish after sixty six. That reunion, that camaraderie, that team spirit, the. Mm. Um, uh,